Hello, everyone. Welcome to our weekly wellness community training. How is everyone doing? Are you all excited about your wellness communities? Who's who's ready to go? Who's starting? Who's starting to invite? Drop it in the chat. If you're in Facebook, let us know in the comments. If you've been inviting to your group, if you've started your groups, we are so excited to kick them off so we can start our Eat the Rainbow Challenges next week. We're very excited about that. And if you still have questions on your group, on how to run your group, questions about anything wellness community related, please check out the previous trainings that we've done over the last month. We've had some of our amazing field leaders on here talking about their tips and their tricks of how to run wellness communities. We talked about wellness communities 101, how to team up, how to invite, how to get engagement. And today we have the wonderful Sarah Mayo here with us today. Sarah Mayo has been doing wellness communities for over 10 years. She is a wellness community expert. She knows all the ins and outs of it. And she's going to be answering our top Q&As for us today. So we're, we've collected a bunch of questions from everyone and we've compiled the most frequently asked questions and we're going to address those today. And we're very excited about that. Now, now we are very excited. Like I said, we launched, we had our kickoff call yesterday for wellness communities. And one thing that Jennifer Glacken, she was on that call. She said in that call, she said, it's all about a mindset. Like as you're doing wellness communities, your mindset is so important. So instead of thinking, I'm so confused, or I don't know what to do, or I can't do this. Think of it, change your mindset to I'm in training. I'm learning. I will figure this out because you will. It just takes practice. It just takes time. It just takes a little bit of learning. And if you have the mindset that it's a work in progress, you're not going to be an expert overnight. Sarah will tell that to you. Christy Lyons will tell it to you. I'm sure they will say the first few groups that they did were not nearly like the ones that you're throwing now. I mean, I mean, right, Sarah? <laughs> very true. Very true. <laughs> it, it's a work in progress. So change your mindset to I'm working on this. I'm learning. I'm in training and go Rewatch or go watch some of the trainings that we've already done and just learn everything that you can. And we are very excited to have Sarah here with us today to be answering these questions from us and, and talking through this. Before I leave it over to Sarah, before I start asking Sarah some questions, I want to show you all uh, our, our posting guide because we've had a lot of questions about what comments, what posts copy, what words go with what graphics. So I wanna guide you through that guide that we've created that lays everything out for you in a very simple and a very easy to understand way. It gives you a schedule of what to post and when. So I'm going to run through that with you, show that to you before we start answering some questions. So first I'm going to show you where to find this. So first, like I said, you're going to head to the tool site. You're going to head to the tool site and then you're going to click on tools right here. So that'll take you to Shackley, our Shackley tool site. Click on wellness communities and then click on September free group because that's what it is. We're doing our eat the rainbow challenge. It's our September free group. And then right here, right here where it says eat the rainbow wellness group and eat the rainbow wellness group right here. These are your posting guides. You can download a PDF or right over here. You can download the word document. I love using words, so I will download words. So you click right here, this little arrow and you can download it and click download. And so that's where you download. Now I'm actually going to share. I've already downloaded this. So we could save some time here. And then now I want to briefly walk you through 
what's in this guide. It makes it so simple for you to share. And it makes it so simple for you to know what to post and what graphic goes with each, with each post. So you can see here, we have our Eat the Rainbow Challenge. It gives you the description right here, the class description. You can copy and paste that. Obviously, make it sound like you. Change the words so that it sounds like you, that it fits your group. You know your audience. You know all the participants in your group. So change what you need to, to make it work for your group, to make it work for you, and to make it sound like it's coming from you as, as the, the ambassador. So you can see here, these are day zero post ones. There's a few posts you'll want to put into your group before before you start adding people or before you start the group so everyone is prepared and ready to go so it'll say day zero post one here's the copy that you use the words that you use and then right here we put the graphic that goes with that and so you won't want to save this actual graphic from this document because it's just a screenshot of that in here but go back to the tool site and download that same graphic and that way it's higher quality and you can upload it to facebook but you can see here, we have all of the days. So for example, we'll scroll down midway where it says day three, post three. So it gives you the, the copy, all the words to use for day three, post three. And then right here, here's the graphic that goes with it. Here's your day three check-in. So at the end of the day, you have a check-in every single day. Here's what you can use for your check-in copy. Here's the graphic. Day four, post one. Here's what you use for that. Here's the graphic. Day four, post two. Here's the words, here's the graphics that go with it. So simple, easy. I hope that clarifies a lot of things for you all. We've had a lot of questions on that about what graphics go with what posts. So hopefully that's very clear and really easy to understand. And it makes it really simple for you to do your groups. And the most important thing is that it saves you time. That's the whole point of this is that it saves you time so that you can focus on building relationships, on inviting people, on doing all of those things. So now that we've cleared out that, let's bring on Sarah Mayo. Sarah, so happy to have you here. Thank you for joining this Q&A session with us all. So we've had a lot of questions. We've collected all of them from Facebook, from different uh, trainings that we've done, and Sarah is going to answer them all for us. Who's excited to have Sarah here? Yay. <laughs> and I'll try to be answering some questions from the chat too. So as, as we go through, I'll try to grab some of these questions as Sarah is talking and try to incorporate those in. My first question, Sarah, question that we've got a lot with free groups, are free groups public or are they private? What do you do? Okay, so I prefer to make these groups private. Um, I think that it is important to just keep everything within the group. People need to get a feel from ex about some exclusivity. So when you make it private, People can search for the group, they can see it come up as a group option, but they have to request to join. If you make it public, anyone can see the group and anyone can be added to the group. Makes it a little bit harder for you to manage the size of the group, but also you don't have any real um, ties or connections to the people that are joining your group. So it becomes a little bit chaotic. Um, in the past, we've done public and private, and ultimately private is just the best place to foster relationships and to really get the chance to work one-on-one -on -one with the people that are in your group. And that's the purpose of these groups is to work one-on-one -on -one with, with everyone. And lot, we've had a lot of questions about inviting to your customer groups and how you invite from free groups to customer groups. And it really goes back to that. And that's what everything is centered around is that that one on one, that that relationship building, all of that. So we'll get back to that in a little bit. But just remember that that is like the core 
focus and purpose of these groups is building those relationships. So in free groups, is it best to have all new people or some new people, or do you have members in your free groups? What do you typically do with your free groups? Do you have it, is it just for brand new people or do you include other members too? So I personally include everybody. Um, I love to provide all of my customers with a ton of value. So when they work with me, even if they pay initially, I want them to continue benefiting from me and what I have to offer, but also what Shackley has to offer. So particularly with like, for example, this Eat the Rainbow group, I've sent invites to my whole customer base as well as my prospects and my inactive members. So this is a really great tool for me to reactivate people that maybe haven't purchased in a while or who I know are struggling specifically with their nutrition or the topic at hand. So long-winded answer, but I think these, these free groups are a really great opportunity to include everyone and to show your customers how much you just want to help them. You want to empower them to have the things that they need to be healthy and happy and vibrant. And free groups are a really great way to continue to provide value and foster that relationship. Like we were just saying. I, I love that. I love that you brought that up because really it's a value add. It's helping people, mm -hmm. it's helping them get healthier. And there are so many people, especially probably on this call who've been in Shackley for 10 plus years, 20 plus years, 30 plus years. And I'm sure you all have a lot of customers that have purchased from you at some point, but maybe haven't purchased in a couple months or a couple of years, right? And free groups are a great way to add value and to help, you know, help remind them and help plant that Shackley seed again about everything that we have to offer. So free groups are, yes, they are designed for prospects, but use them to add value to everyone, to all of your inactive members, to everyone else, because they're fun, they're educational, and they can help. Like eat the rainbow. Everyone can benefit from an eat the rainbow challenge. Yeah. I did just see somebody in the chat say potentially you could be inviting hundreds of people to these free groups if your customer base is that big. Obviously, you have to decide what's sustainable for you or what feels like something you can manage. So you might handpick customers that you know in the past have really struggled with their nutrition or have done the cleanse and maybe it's time for them to get back into eating veggies again. So use your discretion to decide what that amount of invites is, but also keep in mind too, that really only about 10 to 20% of the people that you invite actually join the group. So sometimes it might feel like you're inviting this huge, huge mass of people, but not all of those people are going to join your groups. So I prefer to over-invite and then love on the people that end up joining. I love that. Over-invite because not everyone's going to participate. Not everyone's even going to join. So over-invite and then you'll have that group there and, and do what you feel is best when it comes yeah. to the amount and, and all of that. What's sustainable for you and your team? And so when we're talking about sustainability, what do you feel is the ideal number of ambassadors to partner with to lead a really like a really excellent group? Great question. So for a free group, since they tend to be shorter, I like to do just two to three ambassadors. Um, this way we can do, you know, take turns hosting the, the day every other day, or we can take two days and someone else takes two days and someone does the final day and maybe the pre-days. But two to three seems like a good number for the free groups. And then when our, our customer groups, the paid groups are a little bit longer, you could theoretically open that up to at most, you know, four ambassadors. But just keep in mind that sometimes there can be too many cooks in the kitchen. And so it can seem a little disjointed with your customer base if there's too many different people hosting the group. So I like to kind of just keep it at most three, maybe four. 
before. And that's what's worked for you over the past yeah. few years. We have had a few of our leaders in the pilot. They joined with the group. I believe it was like five or six of them. And so they were all brand new to wellness communities. And they actually liked teaming up together with a group mm -hmm. that size. It worked for them specifically because they all they all dealt with those specific, you know, it was about metabolism and they all had different expertises within the health and wellness yeah. field. So they all really worked together. Their niches were very similar. So for that specific group, it worked mm -hmm. well. And so do what works best for you, but teaming yeah. up is so helpful because it does spread out that workload and it makes it easier. It makes it more sustainable and, and it just, it makes it more fun too. It gets the ball rolling it and it's more engaging. It also shows those people's customer bases and even their teams, it helps them to be seen as a leader. And so when you're bringing in new ambassadors, it kind of, you know, helps kind of instill some courage under their wings, you know, to branch out and become a strong independent leader when they get an opportunity to co-host a group like that too. So all of those factors will just help you kind of decide, you know, what feels the best in that situation with your team. And you know best, like as the ambassador, like Shackley, we are prescribing all of these things for you. We're giving you all of these assets. We're telling you how to run these groups, but you run it well in a way that works best for you and your team. Like do what works best for you because you know your niche, you know your audience, you know your participants. We're trying to lighten that load for you so that you have more time to focus on people to build those relationships. So don't feel like you have to follow everything exactly as Shackley tells you to do it. We are trying to help you and help you run it in the, in the most systematic way that we can, but you know what works best for you. And so take, take what you like and do what works best. Yeah. And we also had a lot of questions about inviting, uh, a lot of questions about inviting to free groups and then also inviting from free groups to customer groups. So we're going to dive into a few questions on this and Sarah's going to dive into some of these details because we know that's what you are all wanting. Uh, first question, Sarah. When do you start inviting to your wellness groups? So when do you start inviting to your free groups? And then when do you start inviting to your customer groups? Okay, so I actually, I'm going to be hosting the Eat the Rainbow group next Monday. And I started sending out invites on Monday of this week. So I like to give about a week at most to invite to a free group. The reason why is there is not a lot of prep work or purchasing or shipping that has to happen for a customer to be able to dive into a free group. Um, so for me, having this week to send invites, get people added, add the pre-posts, and then you know get them excited is enough time. Um, anything longer than that, you're going to lose their interest before the group even starts, or they might have even forgotten that they agreed to be added to the group. So uh, don't invite any more than a week in advance. Some people only wait and do it a few days in advance. And they'll say something maybe on Friday, like, hey, I've got this group starting Monday. It's going to be super fun and simple. I'd love to plug you in so you can hop in with us Monday morning. Will that work? You can kind of kind of gauge with your customer base what you feel is best for you. Um, with customer groups, you're going to need a little bit more lead time because if there's um, supplements or products that they need in order to participate, like the cleanse or life shakes or vitamins, they're going to need time to order those products, receive them, look through everything and feel ready to go buy their food, whatever. So with that, I like to give about two weeks um, prep time um, and then have, you know, maybe about five days to be, you know, breadcrumbing, inviting, getting people ready committed, purchased, and then waiting for their products to arrive. That's, that is great advice. Thank you. And then when it also comes to inviting, 
how do you actually invite to a Facebook group? Like, how do you invite to a Facebook group? What messages do you send as you, as you are talking about inviting to your groups? All right, so I'm actually gonna share my screen because like I say, I just went through and invited a lot of my customers to my Ether Rainbow group. So I'll share you, with you guys exactly what um, that message looked like. All right, can you see my screen, Haley? Um, yep. Okay, perfect. So um, this is obviously the exact same uh, banner, all the you know beautiful collateral that Haley, Haley and her team have put together for us. I made the exact same thing using that exact template that she showed us earlier. And yesterday, I move uh, this over here really quick. All right, so yesterday I sent a bunch of messages out to people in my customer base and my prospects who I knew would benefit from the topic of eating enough fruits and veggies. And this is a message that I sent to them. I'll read it out to you guys. Hey, Stacy, I hope you're doing amazing. I wanted to reach out because I have another fun free group starting next Monday. This one is an eat the rainbow five-day challenge. I'll be sharing some valuable info about the benefits of different colored foods, some yummy ways to eat them with tons of recipes, even protein smoothies and popsicles, as well as a fun tracker to encourage more color that week and surprises too. I know after so much summer fun, I'm feeling ready to get back on track with my eats and maybe you are too. Want to hop in? Question mark. So what I'll add when I, you know, now that I've shared that with you guys is I personalize this per person, how I need to, to make it apply to them. So Stacy, this person I invited doesn't have kids. She's not in the back to school rush, but most of my customers are. So the start of that message to them said something like, Hey, Stacy, I hope you're hanging in there with the back to school craziness. Um, it's been a bumpy ride over here, but we're getting through it. I wanted to reach out because, so I like to kind of start my invite with something personal that connects us, that shows I'm paying attention to them, that shows I'm keeping tabs on their life, um, and then lead into a natural invitation. And so after I sent this out to Stacy, she wrote back, yes, I'd love to. I like your groups. Um, she's a, one of my customers who loves to join all my free groups and occasionally she shops, but sometimes she just takes away a lot of value from being in the group. So I always invite her and my response, and this is something that I copy and paste into anyone who says that they want to be added is yay, just invited you, but here's the link. If you don't get it, we kick off Monday, but there's a question up that you can answer. And then I sent the link to the group. The reason I did that is because Facebook doesn't always keep that invitation to the group in their notifications. So let's say, as you can see, Stacy first replied at 2.11 in the morning. She's a police officer, so her schedule's a little erratic and she doesn't always get to her Facebook in a timely manner. That invitation I had sent hours prior might've gotten lost in her notifications. So to prevent any confusion or having her feel like she can't find the group, I always go ahead and say, awesome, I just invited you, but here's the link to the group in case you can't find it. And this has made it so simple for all of my prospects to join the group easily and then come in here and start answering that first question that's in the pre-post of the template, which asks them about their favorite fruit and veggie. Something else I like to do in my groups to make it really simple for people is I like to pin this post to the top of the group. And it's easy to do that. You can click these three dots and um, you can, it'll say pin to featured and you can also pin to top. 
So I have this pinned to the top of my feed, which means everything else will move around, but this stays at the top. And it's also kind of messy, but it's pinned to this featured section up here. And so as you're starting to get, you know, your footing with all of these groups, I recommend pinning um, the most important things you want people to see to the featured section. And then whatever post you want people to see right when they come in, pin it to the top of the feed. And so explain how you pin something to the featured section, because I think this is something everyone watching, you should definitely do into your groups. This is a great little demo, a little Facebook group demo that I think is super helpful is when yeah. you put things to those featured section, it will appear anytime someone clicks into the group, it shows right there. So like Sarah said, pin your most important post there. And right. I'll have you show, show Sarah. I think yeah. So I, um, and you know, I have this post up, um, I'll actually unpin this from the top and then I'll show you guys how I pin them to the, those stationary places. So I'm going to um, go over here and I'm going to click these three dots in the upper right corner. This is where you can kind of manage anything you need to for this post. And it looks like I need to refresh my page because I did unpin those and it says they're still pinned. So give me just a second. Sometimes it takes a minute for everything to like read. It, it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook's working hard most days. Okay. So I've got this post here. I'm going to go to these three dots where I can manage it, edit it, whatever I need to. And I'm going to pin to featured. So when I click that, what it does is it pins that post to this top featured section of the group. So anytime now somebody comes into my Ether Rainbow group, the very top of the feed, even before any of the posts, is this featured area, and this is here. Normally, it doesn't garble the text like that. I'm not sure why it's doing that, but most of the time, they can easily see whatever's in the featured section. And you could do this for any of the content, maybe even all of the content for day one, you could pin it to the featured if you wanted to. Um, I find that sometimes it's just easier to pin one post a day up there or whatever you'd want. Um, but then also I'm going to go to this and I'm going to, it's not giving me the option now, where did it go? It used to say um, pin to top and now it's not doing that. So <laughs> um, refresh your browser once and yeah, see if it let's do that changes. one more time. I do that all day long. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> I think this is actually refreshing for everyone too, because see, even right? you can see that I struggle with these <laughs> yeah. Facebook is not always super user-friendly for me either. And I've been um, building my business on social media for a long time now. So I'll go back to this area with the three dots and pin to top. So now this post has been pinned to the top of my feed. So if I was to post something else today, it's going to go below this post right here. This one's gonna stay at the top, but everything else will start to flow below it. And then let's say tomorrow, if I had new content that I wanted everyone to make sure and see, I would unpin this post and pin the most relevant thing that I wanted to be held at the top of the feed. Does that make sense, Haley? Oh, it totally does. I think this is really okay. helpful, especially for good. You get a lot of comments saying, I'm not super Facebook savvy. I'm not sure yeah. how everything works. And I think you walking through this right here is very helpful and it shows how you can pin things. And I think it's really good for, for all of us watching to understand how this, how this all works. And the awesome. moral, a comment from Kathy over here says, 
the more all the story is refresh. <laughs> yes, refresh, refresh, refresh. When yeah, in every doubt, time refresh. you change things, refresh. Yes, 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 that is how you do it. So as you are, you know, invite, so do you typically encourage your members who are in the group? Do you encourage them to invite their friends to the group as well? So say you invited Susie to your group and Susie's like, hey, I have a friend that I work with at the at the police station, she wants to join the group too. Do you encourage your group members to invite other group members to your free groups? Yes, actually, I think that's a great idea. It's a great way to kind of expand your network and get some referrals. Um, I think it's also fun for people to feel like they have a buddy doing it with them. Of course, they have me doing it with them, but sometimes they want the accountability of their best friend or they think of someone else in their life that could um, help keep them accountable or also benefit. So yes, leave it open to those people. You could even say something like, if you have anyone that you want to invite to join us, they're more than welcome to hop in. And when they do refer somebody, I just make sure to send a friend request to that person and introduce myself. So I'll send, you know, Stacy's friend, Karen, a message and I'll say something like, hey, Karen, my name is Sarah. I'm so excited you're hopping into the Eat the Rainbow group. Thrilled to have you. If you have any questions along the way, please reach out. I'm here to support you and help you, um, you know, make the most of this experience. That's a that. great tip. So if you are, that's something to be aware of. So it's great to encourage your participants to invite their friends to your group. But remember that tip. You're going to want to friend them on Facebook and get to know them too. So it's a great referral. Mm -hmm. It's a great referral. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We actually have had quite a few questions on, and maybe while we have your group up here, we have questions on the tracker, like how people mm -hmm. can put their tracker and upload it into the group. So right now the, with the trackers, you can download it as a PDF, or you can just save it as a graphic, mm -hmm. like a, a JPEG or a PNG. And so the best way to upload your tracker would be, you can either just fill it out and like print it off, print off your tracker, and then just mark off with a pen or a pencil each day, take a picture of it and upload it to the, the comment section of the check-in mm -hmm. post. Or you can edit it on your phone, right? Like, like have the download the picture to your phone and and um like like mark on it with like a, a video, like a a photo editor, correct? Yeah. Like, how do you recommend your group participants to upload their trackers? Just like you described. So we'll give people options. Um, of course, we have followed the template. So there is a post where the P PNG version of the tracker is shared as the graphic for that caption. But then we also are going to upload the PDF file to the file section of that group. So if people prefer the PDF, they can go there and download that or they can just save the PNG to their phone or the, the JPEG. Um, and then from there, it's, it's user preference. If they are old school and they want to print it out and check it off every day, they can just use their camera on their phone to take a picture of it. And then when they're in that group on their phone, they can just upload that photo and into the caption of the check-in post. If they prefer to keep everything, you know, really organized and digital, then they can go into Canva and add a little checkbox or numbers or whatever they want to do, but they could even use the photo editing of their, um, you know, camera feature yeah. in their iPhone to do that too. So it doesn't always look pretty. It doesn't have to. The point here is to just encourage them to take accountability for what they're doing, to incentivize their engagement and make it just a fun experience that shows them that what we're working on really isn't that challenging. And when you get accountable 
and stay consistent with tracking things, it's a lot easier to continue going that way with them. Yes. It's what, and it's like you said, it's whatever is easiest for the user, whatever is easiest for the user to track, do it that way. It doesn't necessarily matter to us. We just want everyone being accountable and actually following through with the habits that we're doing for throughout, throughout the week. We've also got a ton of comments right now about how everyone loved the words that you used for reaching out to people. I want to let everyone know we do have a script page. So right next on the tool site, right next to where all of the Word documents are that show you the post copy and the graphics, there's also an inviting scripts uh, page that gives you some examples of how to invite people, how to follow up and how to reach out. But I will follow up with Sarah and we'll get some of the scripting that she used and we'll add that to it because a lot of people are requesting that. So we will go and add that. I will actually just share my screen real quick quick again, guys. I'll show you where this is so you can see. And while Uh, she's doing that, the script, the invitation scripts that they have here are awesome. They're a really great starting place. So if you're new to inviting to groups like this, you can take a look at that PDF and kind of decide, what do I like of this? How can I tweak this to sound like my voice? So, you know, it's been funny over the years in my invitations, they very much sound like how I talk. And I want my invitations to be very conversational. I don't want it to sound like a copy and paste because there's so many companies out there who invite people using really generic um, copy and paste scripted type things. And it makes people feel, um, they doesn't make them feel very connected to you. So whatever you use, if it's this document, just find a way to tweak it to sound like you. And eventually the more you do this, the more you're going to find your own voice in your invites. And that's all to say too, I have bombed out some of my invites over the years because I gave too much information or it felt impersonal or something else was off with it. But I've definitely gotten to a place where I know what works. I know about how much to share and how to kind of open that door for a conversation. This is great info. This is great information on inviting. So I hope everyone is taking lots of notes because we're all inviting this week and we're trying to invite people to our group. So these are. Yes. Oh, Haley. Oh no, she's frozen. (laughs) She froze up. I'm sure she'll be back. Sarah, I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, there we go. She's back. Oh, shoot. Okay. We lost you. We lost you for a heartbeat. I probably was just talking a million miles an hour too. I was just saying, (laughs) we have these scripts for you to use. And like Sarah mentioned, make sure to personalize them and make them sound like you. That is the key thing. That is the most important thing. It needs to sound like you. It needs to be personal and it needs to be specific to the person that you're reaching out to, but use all these examples as, as things to spark your creativity and and as as like your starting point. So you can see here, we have examples of how to invite the group how to follow up once people are in the group, how to message your different group participants throughout the week. And these are ways for you to spark engagement because as you are getting to know people throughout the week, this is how you plant seed about Shackley and how you invite to your customer group. So this is really how you invite to your free group and your customer group because it's all about those direct messages and it's all about getting to know that person, their needs, their health goals, all of those things. And you do that by building a relationship with them. And so these scripts right here give you ideas of how to start those conversations and how to reach out to them and how to get to know them. But like we said, don't just copy and paste, (laughs) really personalize it and use this as your starting point for, for where to go. So this is there as a resource for you too. But like I said, I will, 
I will touch base with Sarah again and we'll get some of her scripts that she used and maybe we can add them to that too because they were amazing. They were absolutely amazing. So I stopped sharing my screen here. Next question, we have so many on here. Next question, free groups are not very product Shackley product heavy. What are the best tips to introduce Shackley to those participants? How do you invite people to your customer groups from the, your free groups, like with direct messages, with building those relationships. I know we've kind of touched on it throughout this whole this whole section, but do you want to dive into a little bit more details on that, Sarah? Sure thing. So, um, like Haley said, the free groups should not be overly shackly because what we want to be doing in this group is kind of cultivating the start of curiosity and a connection that could lead to this person becoming you know, going from prospect to customer. So you're going to want to really just give them a ton of value and foster that relationship. But as you're doing so in the engaging like comments that they're leaving or the messages that you're sending, you know, to say, hey, we just wrapped up day three. I'm, I'd love to know what your takeaways are or what you're struggling with right now. They're going to open up and tell you things. They're going to say, oh, you know, this has been so helpful. I realize I just really don't like the taste of vegetables, though. So that's something I'm still having a hard time with. If they say something like that to you, that's a really great opportunity for you to say, oh, I, I get it. I don't like them much either. So now I find ways to sneak them into a lot of the things I eat. There's a greens powder that I use. It's tasteless. And it's been so awesome to add to my shakes every day. I don't know if you take a protein shake, but we have a really great one here. I can tell you more if you're interested, or you could even go so far as saying, you know, I totally get that. I struggle to eat vegetables too. Um, doing groups like these has really enabled me to, you know, get more consistent with things and learn new ways to cook things where it ends up tasting good. We actually have another group starting in a couple of weeks. This one's going to continue to kind of talk about some of the things we've shared in this group, but it's also gonna focus on metabolism. Is that something that you're struggling with or that you feel like you might want a little support with? But I really try to take the things that they've shared during the group and offer a solution to it as part of our next group. Or it can also just be as simple as saying, it was really fun to have you in this free group. I'd love to continue getting to work with you. We have a group coming up. It's going to be a little bit more focused than this vegetable and fruit challenge was. We're going to be focusing on getting enough protein, um, you know, supporting our metabolisms and some other important parts of our well-being. I'd love to have you. Would you like me to tell you more? So again, just really trying to find ways to show them that you're there for them, you have solutions for them, and kind of open that door to having a conversation about products at Shackley based on the things that they've shared in the free group. I love that. I wrote that down in my notes right here because I feel like that's a very, it's like a key piece of advice is offer a solution to their needs in your next group. So whatever your next group is, whatever solution that they need, offer that solution as something that they get or they can learn more about in your next group because yeah. that's meeting them where they are, right? Like that's meeting that person where they are and you're helping them that way. You're really helping them, whether it's create healthier habits, whether it's taking different supplements that are gonna help that thing, whether it's learning more about that, whatever it is, you are offering that solution. And that, that's what we do at Shackley is we help mm -hmm. people live healthier. And so that's how we do that Thank in you. a really authentic way. It's not just buy this product from me. It's going to cure this or do that. It's, Hey, let me help guide you. And you're going to learn how to do this on your own and be healthier. And it's, 
it's just real and, and it's authentic. And I love that. And I, that's what I love about Shackley and, and wellness communities as, as a whole is that's what it does for people. And, and it, it makes it real and it makes it fun. And it makes, I think as the ambassador, it, it makes it fulfilling. It makes what you do fulfilling and enjoyable and you truly get to help people. And that's, that's amazing, right? That's what the best part about it is. is. It is. We have so many amazing solutions here that so many people just don't even know that we carry. And so we have this amazing opportunity to kind of, you know, fill in those gaps for them and to offer the solutions that they, they know they need, but they don't know where to find them. And so as you're paying attention to the things they're saying, these groups that, you know, we have all this awesome content for become natural kind of ways for us to serve them and offer solutions that feel like we are truly helping them instead of just being like, hey, it was fun to have you in that group. Want to buy a Ready Set Wellness Kit and join my next group? Because that offers them yes. no value. There's no solution to anything. It doesn't feel personal. Mm -hmm. But when you can go to them and say, I know you're struggling to, you know, get enough veggies and you've got some goals with XYZ. I thought this next group I'm hosting would be perfect for you because we're going to be targeting ABC and, you know, all those things that you were mentioning that you need support with. I would love to help you if you're interested. I, I love that. I love this. Sarah's just dropping us, giving us some gems <laughs> today. This is so great. I feel like this is what we, this is what everyone needs to hear is the tips that you're giving. Do you have any advice? Next question. Do you have any advice for creating engagement in your free groups and your customer groups? Because engagement is how you can spark those conversations and it's how you can reach out to people. So how do you get that in your groups? Yes, this is so important because it, it just is like the secret sauce to these groups is the engagement. But I'll just preface all of this by saying there are going to be some groups you're going to do that are going to bomb. They're going to flatline and you will have done everything right. You will have shown up, posted the content, been there supporting, asking questions, messaging on the side, and people are still going to be just MIA. And you're going to have to learn to develop a little bit of a tough skin because that does end up happening. Um, but more often than not, though, when you show up daily, you're providing value, you are asking them questions, you're responding to their comments, and you are checking in with them on the side, you're going to get the engagement that you need for the group to be successful, but also for them to feel connected to you. And so my biggest thing is making sure that all the ambassadors who are hosting the group are contributing and not just to the people that they invited. This is the key. So if I'm hosting the group with another ambassador and her people are asking questions or leaving comments on the posts, I'm also going to respond to those people. I'm gonna ask them questions. I'm gonna leave a funny gif if they said something silly. I'm going to celebrate them when they say something they're proud of so that they're not only getting you know, encouragement from their ambassador, ambassador, but they're also getting it from me. And that kind of illustrates the community that we have here at Shackley and a little bit about the dynamic in our team that we are all supportive of one another and we're here to rally for each other. And it doesn't matter if, that person is mine or hers. Everybody wins here. And so we all just kind of step in together to support the people in the group. And I think it's been really cool to kind of see my customers over time, you know, really gain a, an appreciation for the people that I work with and recognize, you know, what a culture we have here in these groups. It's not just one person talking to them. It's everybody. I, I love that. It's really like a team effort. Like you said, yeah. everybody wins. So you don't have to be worried about someone poaching or this, you're a team effort. Yeah. You want everyone working together. I, I love that. 
Now you've touched on this a little bit, but do you have anything else that you want to say about how you build connection and relationships within wellness communities? Is there anything else that you that you feel like you want to touch on or that you've missed as you've talked about this? So I make a point, you know, like I mentioned when I was, you know, saying how I invited to the Eat the Rainbow group, I am always paying attention to my customers outside of Shackley. So yes, they might shop with me here and there. They might shop with me monthly. Does it matter? I'm still their friend regardless. So I am always engaging with them on the photos they share of their kids or the trips they went on or the things they're posting other places. Whether they join my groups or not, they still see me there cheering for them and supporting them. And I think what that does is it creates a connection that then enables them to feel, you know, really aligned with me when we're in groups together. They're also more inclined to join my groups because they know that whether they join or they don't join, I'm still their friend. And I think sometimes it can be easy in our business to only focus on people when we're trying to make a sale. And that's a really slippery slope because we, we want to show these people that we love them regardless of if they're a current customer or they faded off or whatever else, like you're going to have their back regardless. And so that plus the other behaviors in the group has just really enabled me to, you know, create some lifelong friends out of people that initially just became customers from social media or something like that. It does take work though. Uh, I spend a lot of time on social media, cultivating these connections and these relationships, but it's really benefited me in my business, but also my personal life in huge ways. I, I love that you are still facilitating that relationship outside of the group too. Yes. So you're not only talking to them just in the group. You are you are trying to comment and like and, and be involved with them outside of that group as well. I, yes, I like and when I do that too, it also makes my invitations feel more natural instead of something coming out of left field because they know that we talk outside of groups But then when they see a message from me saying, hey, I've got another free group coming up. I thought you'd love to join. It's not a random Sarah's trying to sell to me or, you know, reactivate me. It's, oh, cool. Yeah, Sarah, she's hosting another group. I love her groups. I'm going to join it. So I think it just, again, creates that connectivity that we all want for this to feel organic instead of us as us feeling for selling to people all the time. I'm not a salesperson, but I'm a people person. People person. And I think most people on this call or watching this would agree. And it would say yes. the exact same thing. Most people, yeah. they like helping people. They want to help people get healthier. Most people would say they are not a salesperson. And yes. so that's why most, you know, the most common question we get is how do I get someone to sign up as an ambassador once they're a customer? Or how do I make this sale? How do I convert? Because everyone's a people person. We're not necessarily converting all of these right. sales. We just want to help people. And so I think you're you're right. You're, you're right on with everybody else here. And that's where that's where wellness communities come into play because it's, it allows you to be your people person self Mm -hmm. and teach people, but then it also allows people to funnel and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, by purchasing products, they get more value and they can be added to your customer groups. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. I'm going to ask a couple more questions that we've got the chat here. Uh, We've got a question. A lot of people have asked this question. So after your free group ends, do you just delete the Facebook group? Do you keep it up? Um, Do you, you don't, we don't recommend that you do the same free groups and I'm trying to make this sound really easy to understand, but it's, it's sounding confusing. So once you have your free group, say, say you have your September free group, you'll start yes. a new one for October. Um, do yes. you, when do you delete the groups? Do you delete the groups or, or how do you do that process? Um, we leave them open. 
Um, I probably, you know, once a year could go through and delete the groups or deactivate them or whatever. I haven't done that yet. So I am the admin for a lot of different groups, but obviously over time, nobody's commenting in them. I do leave them up though, um, especially after the group is ended, because sometimes people get busy with life. They wouldn't, they weren't as engaged during the group as they wanted to be, but that still doesn't mean they shouldn't have access to the value or the things that were shared in there. So when I go through and do my follow-up messages after a group has ended and thank them for joining, if I've noticed that they haven't been very present in there, I will just say, if life got busy this week, I totally understand. The group's gonna stay open, take a peek, download the things you know we put in the files. I still want this to be a value to you. And if I can help in any way with what was shared, let me know. And we leave it at that. But then when we do host a new group in the next month, we make a new group. And you can because always, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a different group of people. But also I don't want to remove anybody from that group who still might be perusing around or uh, you know staring and on things. Decide to join another free group or even a yeah. group down the road, and you can always go back in and so say you have your September free group, you can advertise for your October free group in that group or your yes. November free group. You can go back to those same people and say, hey, I'm hosting another free group on this day if you want to join. So it's a great pool of prospects mm -hmm. that you can keep inviting to other groups that you have too. Yeah. So tech, the answer to that question is you do start new groups every month. Uh, that's that's what Sarah has been doing. That's what Christy Lyons has been doing. That's that's how they've been doing their system. And then Another question on that we got was, do you promote your customer or your paid groups just in the free group challenge or do you do it everywhere else? I do it everywhere else. Mm -hmm. So um, I will breadcrumb or, you know, sneak peek uh, what's coming next at the tail end of my free group. So in that template that Haley made for the Eat the Rainbow group, there are some like teaser posts about the metabolism group. That's the paid group later this month. But those people in that group are just a very small group of people that might be interested in being in that metabolism group. So I also invite on social media. I'll use my Instagram stories. I'll use my Instagram feed. I will direct message from, you know, there and on Facebook about that particular group. So um, I try to target it from every angle because you just never really know who's going to resonate with that particular topic at that particular time. So I'd encourage you to use not only that free group to convert into paid customers, but also continue using social media to invite people to your paid groups as well. I love that because sometimes people won't even be in your free group that join your customer group. Exactly. You never know. Yes. You never right. know. And then last question here, we'll answer this question. How frequently are you monitoring posts in your group, whether it's free or customer? How often are you checking in and commenting and monitoring posts throughout the day? I make a point to go in twice a day, um, usually sometime in the morning-ish and then again in the evening. But this is something that you can decide what's sustainable for you. Um, if you can only, you know, based on your schedule, go in once a day, then go in once a day and do a great job engaging with everybody once a day. But theoretically, if everyone in your team that's hosting that group with you is also going in there once or twice a day, there is going to be enough support coming from the hosts that those people participating are going to feel seen and validated and appreciated. Um, but I find that I get overwhelmed by the number of notifications if I let it go just until once a day. So for my personality, I like to kind of, you know, 
chunk it out a little bit in yeah. the morning and then go in it again at the night and kind of button up the day before I start posting things again in the morning. That is very helpful. And Sarah, this whole, this whole training was so helpful. Thank you for sharing yeah. wisdom with us and like diving in on inviting and, and your expertise on how wellness communities run. I think this was so valuable and we all yeah. learned a lot from this. So thank you. I actually, after Sarah was talking about inviting from free groups to customer groups, I already had asked her right before this call. I was like, I think I'm going to have you come on <laughs> training and do another deep dive training into this because I feel like it was very valuable and it's something that answers a lot of commonly asked questions that we've been getting. So thank you yeah. so, so much, Sarah. You're welcome. We are just so excited because we're launching wellness communities. It starts Yay. next week. Yay. So use this week to invite people. Use this week to start talking about your Eat the Rainbow group. Use Do your breadcrumbing posts. Talk about fruits and vegetables. Show colors of your, show pictures of your fridge or what you're eating throughout the week and intrigue and spark that curiosity to have people start asking about what you're doing and this challenge that you're doing. So this is an exciting week. And next week is when we start our first free groups. We're very excited about that. And we do have a giveaway. So last week we had a giveaway about whoever we had you guys comment on our last training. And so we are going to announce the winner today. And we're also going to announce another giveaway that we'll be announcing the winner next week. So the first, the winner of our giveaway last week, Kathy, if you want to share this slide was Carla Clayton. So she's a senior coordinator from Florida. She won our bottle of our jar of Vivix gummies. So exciting for you. You win this amazing jar of Vivix gummies. And then for our challenge and for our giveaway for this week. So what you want to do is because it is our inviting week, we are inviting to our free groups on in the Shackley Share and Grow Facebook page, on this training in the Facebook page, in the comments section, comment five people that you've invited. So once you've invited five people, comment their first names. Doesn't need to be first and last. Comment the first names of the five people that you've invited. And that will enter you in to the giveaway to win our next jar of Vivix gummies. And we will announce that winner next week. So exciting. And really just wanted to thank Sarah for coming on again. I feel like she answered so many of the questions that we've been getting. And she answered so many of the questions in this chat. It was very insightful. It was very valuable. And please, if you have more questions, go back and rewatch some of the trainings that we've done. We've really covered wellness communities step-by-step step from the start to the beginning. And it's very thorough. We have deep dive trainings into Facebook groups, how to run a free group, how to run a customer group, as well as topics on getting started, teaming up, inviting and engagement. So please go rewatch those, check out our wellness communities one-on-one -on -one document. And there's a bunch of FAQs in there that answer a lot of the questions that you've asked right in this chat as well. So all those tools are there for you. They are on the tool site and get excited. Wellness communities is such a great way to help people in a non-pushy and a non-salesy way. Like Sarah said, so many of us aren't salespeople. We're people people, right? We want to help people. We want to help them get healthier. Wellness communities does that. It's a system for you to be a people person and to help people while also helping people get healthier with Shackley products and all the added value with our free groups. So we're very excited to kick off wellness communities. It's finally here. We've been talking about it all month. So Please, in the chat, comment all those people that you're inviting and start inviting to your groups today. Start today. Go invite to your groups. It's, it's going to be great. So thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next week.